0: Not one person in the world, not even Nick, no one went into that playoffs and said, LeBron's going to win this chip. Well, lie. It doesn't
1: matter about what people said. You're ignoring pure maths.
2: <laughs> That's You're what I'm saying. saying. You're ignoring the way the world
0: works. <laughs> yeah. You might <laughs> <wanna mug> <laughs> <laughs> sorry, but sports don't work. Out. Sports ain't <coughs> mathematic. Nah,
2: I'm over. You're bugging.
0: When did sports become algebra? Sports ain't mathematic. Your Drex, no, keep passing. What are we doing Brother, do you know what Moneyball is? Bav. Watch the film
1: Moneyball, then you'll know your argument is bro. full of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's going on, world? Welcome to episode 84 of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast. We boys, Peter. Yo. Mohammed. Yo. Myself, Yemi. New year,
2: new pod. We're back. Happy New Year, man. How we doing, boys? Blessed and highly favored, man. How are you?
1: Yeah, not too bad. Happy New Year to you as well. Happy, Muhammad, New
0: Year, you good? Happy New Year. God is good all the time.
1: All the
2: time. God is good.
0: There all we go. There we God God go. God is good. Salute to Drake's as well. Big
1: up Drake's. Happy, to Drake's. Happy New Year.
0: Thank you, bro. Happy New Year as well. You, you, spend well? Huh? you spend your New Year as well? Huh? You spend your New Year as well? Yeah, my working. I'm making
2: sure. Mm. Is that what we call it now? Is that what we call <laughs>
0: it <now>? <laughs> 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 Oh, you did that? Yeah, that was me on YouTube. Mazza. Swear done. Yeah. That was all you. Bro. So, sorry someone in the comments called Young Monkey. Sort them out bear racism i don't want to blow up your your job and all that to, to
1: the people then but um drake's busy over new, new years let's put it that way but yes we are back um happy new year to everyone watching and listening um shout out to the spotify massive shout out to the soundcloud massive amazon music massive apple massive and all the other masses out there. I forgot all the other masses. <laughs> salute to you, bro. <laughs> salute lot. to you. All. Hope you guys enjoyed your Christmas. Had a had a nice break. Did you guys have a nice break?
2: Yeah, man. Yeah, well rested, ready for the new year, man.
1: For sure, for sure. I mean, I know Mo don't celebrate Christmas, but did you have mm. a good break, bro?
0: Nah, yeah. What well, break? Wise, yeah. Just mm. chilled, man. Had time off before Christmas. Then just worked like a madman during Christmas. Did <laughs> you yeah, do anything exciting? What for Christmas? No, generally over the break. Nah, man, that was easy, bruv. Watch 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 basketball on Christmas. New Year's slept. What old man? They've got to stop doing that because of their basketball stuff. Nice, nah, the best day. That's when basketball starts. That's the official start of the season. Oh, okay. Nice. Like, that's not. It's looked at. That's, mm-hmm. know, this is the official start. start. Not. Big games in it. It's always the five best teams, ten yeah. best teams. Get it cracking. Let's move. So, that's all yeah. I've done, really. Didn't do nothing special. We're here now. Really, man. i going to ask me what I did. How'd you do? Yeah? what did you do, Yemi? Yeah? Yeah, Thank
1: you. Um... <laughs> Of you. I mean New year and clearly same not people, new us same time, <laughs> guys um yeah it was it was good, it was good, good time was with the family and all that good stuff, so yeah, I can't complain um had went to a party in a restaurant on New Year's Eve, mm. which was interesting um went to a restaurant for my boy Oscar's birthday shout out to Oscar big, big old Oscar. Oscar um and we didn't know at the time, but a friend of a friend owned the restaurant and they invited us back for a party afterwards, so that was cool um yeah. See all the new year quite nicely. What mm. was the restaurant? Uh, it's a place called Uva in Peckham. Food's mm-hmm. not very good, but um, he told me to come back, the proprietor, which I will take him up on. Apparently, the head chefs were not there that day. Oh, swear. Yeah, so I guess we'll put an asterisk on that. The pie, you all right? Yeah, it was cool. It was all right.
0: You want to ask anything else? <laughs>
2: <It's> got <laughs> better questions, <laughs> innit? In it? I
0: was leading somewhere, but I thought, let me stop. Where were food. you going? Was it the else? you believe that? Out.
1: I was with white people, I was with black people as well. Um, It was a smorgasbord of colors, colors of Benetton. Are you happy with that? Yeah, Yeah? perfect. Good, ready to pod? Let's get cracking. Good. Well, thank you once again for listening and watching to anybody new who's listening and watching, welcome. Um, This isn't us the whole time. Well, 75% of the time, but you know, we are just three young black boys who love rap, chatting about rap. And that's the way we've been for, it's gonna be our fourth year now. Jeez. Um, it's gonna fourth be, year? It's gonna be four years in March. March was our first episode, March 2019. Crazy. crazy. In Peter's
0: room, the living room. That's crazy. When the not, audio was shit. Not knowing what to do. Trying yeah, to connect wires to any which way. Yeah, that was mad. That was wild. And we that came was, through the gutter fam.
2: Bruv, Can you imagine? I can't go back to the old episodes, man. I tried to do that once. I can't do was, it.
0: Bro. Speak, I think it's good.
1: I think it's good too. Speak, we've come far. Yeah, very far. We've come far. We've come far. But Yes. Even if we might not necessarily be able to return to the old episodes, we encourage you to as well. (laughs) A lot of good stuff in there. But um, today we're going to start off 2023 with something a little different. It's something similar to what we've done before where I think it was um, 2021 where we did a episode dedicated to the one and only Missy Elliott. Um, We're going to do the same thing today as far as dedicating an episode to one subject. And today we are going to talk about a UK legend. A UK legend who came about in the early 2000s and changed the game for a lot of artists, black artists, that will come after her. She goes by the name of Naomi McLean Daly, known to the world as Miss Dynamite, which is gonna get into, you know, how we first discovered her, what makes her so special, um, her legacy, her impact, all that good stuff. So without further ado, let's get into it. Boys, when I mentioned the name Miss Dynamite, what are the first things that pop into your head? Boo! <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Set myself up with that one.
2: Yeah, that was the first song that I think I heard of us. So this was back in the time where in the UK specifically, like garage music was like a prominent and prevalent thing in our, in our culture. Um, I think the shape of our scene as far as like rapping and and, and grime hadn't really fully taken steam yet and hadn't really taken shape yet. But you could still see like the foundation that was kind of that had been laid before, but I think obviously had the Rodney Peas in that, but I still feel like there was like a class after that that I'm not gonna say did more important work, but the foundation that they went on to lead probably was a bit more impactful. Um so yeah, and Boo, which I think was released in like 2001, that was like the first tune that I heard. Um, and that's mainly because of my uncle. Uh, he, was, um, he was into all of that. So yeah, that was my first introduction to her. But what was you mans first introduction?
0: My, Go for it, man. Now I was gonna say, my one was Envy, mm. So Solid. Because I remember my brother had that on cassette CD. And I remember not knowing Miss Dynamite before that, if I can recall correctly. And I remember hearing her, her voice, the first, I missed that in MIT. I said, like, wait, what's going on here? And she was just rapping at a crazy pace. Mm. So that was my first, because it's like you said, with the Rodney Pierre. I don't know if it's a case of where I was too young to catch it. Mm. I felt like this chord that came after was my first recollection listening to UK music. Mm. She was my first, the first female black rapper that I remember just hearing, seeing her and Lisa Mafia just for the first time. Mm. So yeah, I remember hearing it and just thinking, yeah, this is, this is wild. I can't yeah. even the way she closed off the song. I think she had the last verse as well, if I remember correctly, and she closed it off going crazy. So that was my first time listening to it. I'm thinking,
2: yeah, this is a problem. That, that was, was the there. second song that I heard of us, but I, I've always known that to be the "They Don't Know" remix. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, on yeah, the, on I'm yeah. so solid's album, it was known as Yem Envy." Yeah, but it was. But I knew it as the oh, "They Don't." Yeah, I yeah, knew yeah, that as yeah. a "They Don't Know" remix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah that was one of the. But that was probably the, the second tune that I heard of her. Oh, that real? she was on, yeah, yeah. And no, I'm, was oh, the f- who's
0: this? That was the first one ever because I remember we used to rinse because I used to take that CD. I remember vividly. I used to take that CD to school, mm. and I remember it was like the last day, of the final year, and then they were like, "Yo, everyone bring their CD." So someone brought Shaggy, <laughs> I brought So Solid. It's just something that always sticked in my that mind. was the time, boy. I remember it vividly. Yeah. And I remember hearing her verse. I'm thinking, "This is wild." Yeah, and then just going home, trying to see if you could learn the lyrics. Go back to school, start saying the lyrics. She was a f- yeah. That was the first. You that was trying to remember right, the lyrics. I just tried to see if I can like you know my yeah your memory uh, when it comes, uh, like, when it lyrics, comes yeah. to lyrics it's crazy like, yeah, it's it's just, nuts, I remember yeah. lyrics quickly mm. but she was just rapping at a crazy pace yeah. and I remember just thinking this is out of the world but yeah that was my introduction to Miss Dinaman it was just yeah that's something that stuck with me forever what about you em?
1: I, my memory is kind of murky but I think it was MV as well Um I think for me Boo came a little bit later mm. um, I just remember hearing her voice and probably seeing her in the video as well and just seeing like yo this is different obviously like when you're watching like the They Don't Know video when you're watching like Soul Sonic Crew and just the garage scene in general, it was very like mad. Like a mm. lot of people like skippity-dippity and you know, <sighs> just, you know all the all the calms and bare man in the video and all mm. that, so it was a lot like visually, like it was a lot. Going it was on. a
2: precursor to what was to come later, on, right, yeah, Didn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Yeah.
1: They laid down a lot of roots and to the point of like the Rodney Peas in that era, um, not necessarily connecting with us, I suppose, with the kind of garage era we kind of saw more of ourselves especially when it came to so solid and people like miss dynamite because they kind of came from a similar background they were kind of repping so- certain things that maybe we were coming up on seeing like, around the ends and stuff like that um, the fact that we were able to see them on the box on MTV in a way that we maybe weren't able to see with like the people like Rodney P and jest and skip mm-hmm. man necessarily because they were kind of more underground so And that garage era was kind of more glossy as well. So we're Mm. instantly more attracted to that, especially these youths growing up. So I think there was just more of a like, a sensory connection, because being able just being, it being readily available, and um, them just representing the here and now at the time. Mm. Mm. Um, And Miss Dynamite was very much a part of that, man. Um, I think
2: something that, to add on to that, that was really important for that time as well, was the fact that for me in the UK, I think she was my first woman MC I think, and even though our scene was still just kind of getting started, it was still male dominated here as well. Um, And so to kind of, to, to come across a woman that was able to kind of hold her own amongst those that were out at the time as well, for me was just like, whoa, it was new, it was fresh. And obviously at the time we were still young, but we were obviously still kind of in touch with what was going on in America and you know there was still the Missy we'd been around the Missy Elliotts and the Little Kims and the Foxy Browns and the Lauren Hills and that so to kind of get our version of that in, in a way was like whoa we have to pay attention here, even at a young age even at an age where you can't really grasp the genius of what's happening you still well I still felt like you know I still got to pay attention to what's happening
0: you definitely, it was definitely a pause moment mm. like for me it was definitely hearing her voice was definitely like a pause moment on like wait a minute, this is completely different. Particularly on So
2: Solid, because yeah. it's like, yo, who is this person that's able to keep up? Definitely. Who at that time was my favourite MC, Asher D. And they, oh, had- Who is this? And, and maybe spinning him. Oh, who well, is this? Because it was one bit,
0: <laughs> I swear there was one bit, I think him and Mega were going back and forth, back and forth, back mm. and forth. And then she had the last verse and it was just, it was legit a pause movie. Like, yeah. I like, don't know who you are. It's the mm. first time hearing your voice. It just brought me for a loop. So yeah. it definitely was the first female UK rapper I mm. can mm. vividly remember hearing. Mm
1: yeah I'd agree as well, just as far as like the u k and having that kind of representative mm. and the thing with her is like she came up doing pirate radio mm. like she was i think she had a family friend that was starting up a pirate radio station and she was like hosting and like kind of not like holding her craft there and then that's how she gained more buzz, so she's just as like tried and tested in that arena mm. as as any other man, so that's how that's what we saw we saw mm. the energy that's we heard the energy we heard the the bounciness, we heard the pizzazz and all that as well and she did it in a way that kind of set herself apart, not just from being a woman but just generally, like, anytime she kind of started doing that kind of stuff, it kind of just stopped in your tracks because her flows, the way she was able to catch the beat, whatever beat it was, mm. whether it was like the Day Don't Know beat or booing or whatever, like, it was like, it always made you stand up and, and, and pay attention sort of thing.
2: Um, I think the fact that she started off doing Garage was really interesting as well in comparison to what she would eventually go on to do because I think when she eventually dropped the album, it kind of showed that okay, cool, you're not going to be pigeonholed into doing just one thing. And from speaking to like some of my uncles and that that were around, because um, obviously we were young, but they were much older, living it, like they would tell me that like the garbage purists were kind of looking at her like, rah, man, you're not you're no longer repping the thing anymore." So when she dropped, even though like, she drops the album a little bit a little deeper, and um, it went on to do crazy things in that, it, I don't think it was an easy journey for her to get there as far as like wanting to kind of vary out and do different things
1: well i think for her i think growing up she kind of listened to it all like mm. r&b she listened to ragga and i think with the garage stuff it was kind of like her gateway in the same way that you know grime and drill was gateway for the younger generation mm. now mm. so i suppose that garage lot, like, they're very i don't want to say weird but they're very like oh you know they hated grime and they hated anybody that kind They're of- purists, The out. purists, isn't it? Stepped out.
0: But that's like everyone, I think. let like say mm. if you start off rapping a certain kind of style, that fan base is always going to expect you to stick to it. Yeah. The minute you branch away is what is going on here? Mm. And I can imagine her getting backlash because the album was completely left turn in terms of every which way she went with what it. Where where was, right? where yeah, was,
2: it's, it's, it's not, sorry. I mean, it's no different to like a Beyonce dropping Black Renaissance and doing the dance shit. There are going to be like the dance purists that are going to be like very critical- of it from a perspective that we wouldn't understand. Yeah. Do you know what well, I
1: mean? Well, just as to my agenda, that like, the Gareth are just grumpy anyway. With, with, with Miss Dynamite, I feel like, okay, yeah. Envy, boo, and everything that she was doing on pirate Radio, I get it. But ultimately, I suppose maybe, maybe she was ahead of her time in that regard. Because mm. Obviously she was doing the Gareth stuff and that was her gateway. Mm. And then she went into the studio and decided that that wasn't necessarily gonna be her path. Mm. Like she. Had a lot of other influences that she wanted to let loose on, on wax, and clearly, like when she dropped a little deeper, you could hear the fusing of, you know, raggas, the kind of, mm. the, the kind of more production-wise, a little bit more like traditional hip hop, mm-hmm. R and B mm-hmm. and stuff. You can kind of hear some t- in some songs like Dynamite. There's a slower, slower, slower pace, mm. but, you know. You still got those kind of like skippy kind of garage flows. I kind of say the same thing with grime. Like if you clock like grime flows, you could pretty much rap it any way you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. garage. Like once you've got that flow down, you can pretty much do anything as mm-hmm. far as like lacing your voice down on wax. And I feel like she was able to do that like quite well. Mm. So while I understand the argument of like, okay, you're, you're stepping out. At the same time, let's remember like she was like twenty twenty one mm. when a little deeper drops, like she's still only like what in her early 40s now. So it was also a matter of her like figuring things out. Mm. But also realising that her purpose wasn't just the garrison. Yeah,
2: but I mean I guess from the purist perspectives, and I'm I'm arguing this, but I'm not necessarily on the side of it. But from their perspective, it's a genre that I'm not gonna say was dying out kind of early, but it was it was a genre that could always do with like more blood, like, fresh blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like rejuvenation and that. And I guess when when Dynamite was coming through, it was like probably our most one of our most popular genres amongst like the black community in the UK, innit? So I guess when you've got someone that has blown up, not, yeah, I'd say it's kind of, that's rooted in this genre, become bigger or has gained a level of attention from that genre and then you go out and do something else and get even bigger. Of course the purists are going to be like, you know, oh, what about us? No, I hear that. And that's
1: very more than, that's valid, very, yeah. very valid. But ultimately she was very like, I'm going to do what I want to do, exactly. Yeah, because
2: clearly there were things that she wanted to try and, and, and do different things. What about yeah, of course.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess some, I don't i do not know, but maybe some purists now, maybe their opinions of her have kind of mellow because they understand the kind of course of like being a musician. Mm. Like being a musician doesn't necessarily mean you want to peg yourself down to a particular sound, especially mm. as her first single boo was a garage tune and then she featured on another mm. garage tune. That wasn't necessarily her identity mm. as much because it was still very early. So I guess the jury was still out in a lot of ways and mm. then... When she dropped the album, it was like, okay, this is what you do. You kind of do a bit of everything.
2: And that's why your first look is very important, isn't it? Because depending on how you come out, it's easy to be pigeonholed. Very easy to be pigeonholed. But I guess I respect and appreciate the fact that regardless of anything, she didn't really allow that to, to stop her from branching out.
1: Exactly. And nor should it. Yeah. Well. Like Even if she was successful. And listen, Boo was successful. It was, mm. it was like the top 15 that mm. dropped that in, yeah, yeah. in the UK yeah. charts. In like Garage Raves, it still goes off. And it still goes Yeah, off yeah, for your, sure. Exactly. It still goes off way you play it, sort mm. of thing. So in that in that respect, she's kind of already got that legendary status, and then it goes another level when it comes to like the album. And mm. the album has like so many like what we could consider classic anthems on there now, mm. like Dynamite, mm. It Takes More. Mm. There's a couple others as well. So I think for me, like she was able to defy all those odds as far as like being a young black woman making it out in the in the industry in a time when. The industry wasn't really
0: caring for people, women like her or like artists like her. There was no her. one else. That, I, I mean, f- that was. There women was like people, her. Like, yeah, but I was just saying, she might have been the first that I know that blew like that. So there was no prototype before her, if you get what I mean. Like women?
2: Yeah. MCs? There was no yeah.
0: prototype before her. Like she, there yeah, was no she, blueprint to follow. Yeah,
2: she might have been the first. Precisely. She might have been the first.
0: So
1: I guess there was a lot of like, there must have been a lot of pressure as well. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it might have been even worse if she even pigeonholed herself to garage because that, would that wouldn't have aged well. Mm. Definitely wouldn't have aged well. I mean, it might have, like, when we appraise it in the nowadays, if she had done that, it might have been better. But back then, when, you know, when she dropped a little deeper, Garage was kind of peeking and it was kind of on the way out. Mm. Yeah, it wouldn't have, I don't think it would have gone well for her. Where mm. this one, I think she went for a more universal, it's not necessarily timeless, the album, but a kind of a more timeless feel than mm. you could get. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think she's just, like, one of the more interesting cases of like artists in this in this country in the sense of like she's kinda just done whatever she's wanted. Like mm. whenever she she's wanted to drop an album whenever she's wanted to drop an album, she, whatever it sounded like, she's wanted it to sound like. She's left and entered the industry back again, like whenever she's wanted to, sort mm. of thing. So she's always kinda played it in her own terms. She was the first like to get like, from what I remember, look to get like American producers. I was like, just gonna, gonna say, say that. that she was very
2: important yeah. for bridging that gap, man, because she had Salam Remy. I didn't she, know that by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's interesting that um that those those who work together because like in revisiting her first album recently, like I think I can hear a bit of the backdrop to what Salam would end up doing with Amy Winehouse. And I'd seen some articles where Amy was like, yo, like Miss Dynamite's one of my influences as well. And I can see that now. Oh, for real? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. So I'm not going to say that. I mean, we can thank Miss Dynamite for Amy Winehouse or anything like that, but I guess her connection with Salam Remy, I think would like- Open the door. For yeah, yeah, yeah. It would prove as a massive inspiration for what like I think- he would end up doing with Amy though.
1: I can definitely see that. Yeah. Stylistically.
2: Yeah, because there's even a tonation in which they both singing that I think Amy kind of got from Miss Dynamite.
1: Yeah, I can hear that as you well. Yeah, I mean. I can, I can hear that as well, especially on that album. Like that album, if you had told me that for Amy Winehouse did that album, mm. I wouldn't be like, oh, well, no. Nah, yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah, yeah. It's definitely got that kind of vibe. Because I can hear
2: her on Miss Dynamite. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, that's quite interesting. It, on, it takes more as well. Yeah.
1: Like, there's just, there's, yeah, I hear that. I mean, sure. I, I guess she is, like, low-key for, for Amy Winehouse. Mm. But salute to her for that also as well. But listen, man, I think, especially at the time when, you know, there was so much, like, doors to open for the UK industry generally. Like, obviously, the garage that were doing their thing, but Miss Dynamite kind of took it to another level. Like, when A Little Deeper dropped, obviously, first... Um, Black solo female artist from the UK to win the Mercury Prize. She won a couple of Brits. She won a couple Mobos. So she was breaking those doors down and being visible as this like kind of palatable award-winning artist. Um,
2: and she did it in a way where she didn't have to like sacrifice the integrity of who she is at all and how she comes across and her music, man. Because again, like we hadn't, we didn't, we didn't have any women here doing it the way she did it, like our references were to the little Kims and the Foxy Browns and that. And a lot of them, not to say that they didn't have skill as well, but they relied hugely on their sexuality and that. Do you know what I mean? For for better or for worse. And so you would imagine that that inspiration could have like fallen here, but, yeah, could it, yeah. but, but Miss Dynamite didn't really take that route. And it's not to say that she wasn't also easy on the eye, but she, she didn't take that route. She chose to, you know, for it to be more about her penmanship yeah. and her art. And that's, I think that's like extremely dope. And it's interesting how like when you look at the women MCs today, how different it's kind of veered away from the groundwork that a Miss Dynamite has laid, for better or for worse.
1: Yeah, for sure. I think these days, obviously, sex sells. And in an industry where it still kind of encourages that. Because even if you look at like post a little deeper for Miss Dynamite, like... She went away, had a child, came back, recorded an album. And when it wasn't doing so well, the label, her label dropped her. Mm. Sort of thing. I don't yeah. think that would necessarily happen if she had been the kind of more sexy, sexy type of vibe, the kind of aesthetic. Um, so, you don't think so? No, nah, I don't think so, you know. I think because if you're going to do that, if you're going to do the whole sex sales thing, you're probably going to do a lot better promo mm. wise and sales wise because,
0: you know, people love to buy into that stuff. Um, so Even if the music isn't great? The music don't need to be great when mm. you're sending. That's the music don't need to be great when you're sex. You don't need to be great. Not at all. So I think someone who is very much focused on the art mm. and
1: not compromising on that, mm. when especially when they do what Little Deepa did, as mm. far as like acclaim and mm. you know, she got like a Pepsi brand deal. Or mm. like For one, well, mm. like she one, was on like SNL. Got, she, she got, got a mill, <laughs> <like> a <laughs> million dollar deal <got> <laughs> of Pepsi. The drop from that to maybe not necessarily doing as well as projected on the second album. It's obviously very harsh for the label to drop her, mm.
2: but... I heard it was a mutual thing, though. I think she approached the label and was like, listen, I don't think we've got a single that can save this album. Maybe we should just cut our losses. So it, I don't know if the label just dropped her. It might have been a mutual... Agreement. Well, it could have also been right, where you? she was all with right walking away because it
0: might have been the label not doing
2: their job. Yeah, it could have been that too. She's not giving it the push. No, anymore. but I think as a, as a as a Dynamite fan, I think I can objectively say that the second album was was definitely a fall off artistically. Um, her skill set had probably gotten better as far as like vocally as a singer and lyrically as an MC. But I think where the album lacked was probably like the musicality behind the voice like she I think she worked with the same producers as she did on the first one. Salam Remy weren't involved too much from what I know in the second one. And I think she had worked with a producer called Chink Santana who's from the States and he's produced for like Ashanti and Tony Braxton and that. So from listening to it it seemed like there was more of a I think she was trying to lean more towards a softer sound. Um and I'm not going to say toward, towards like an American sound but it it did feel a little less UK. UK. Yeah. I will say that, man. I will say that. Um, and from like reading like reviews and that, they were accusing of being too preachy and that. And I don't think it was that. Because I don't think she was saying anything. Um, Like, um, media or just... yeah, yeah, media, like, you know, all these like um, newspapers. But they would and, though, though, innit? Yeah, Imagine you know. A black well, well, one, critics black, and that. Yeah, well,
1: that's, one thing, that's one thing I would say about a little deeper. As good as it is, I can see why someone might think that it might be a bit preachy. No, the second one. The second one. No, no, but I'm saying generally, like, if they think the second one was preachy, then... I if I think back to my thinking and my experience of taking in the first album, mm. I can see why people might think that anyway.
2: Did you think the first one was preachy?
1: I think me personally I don't think it was preachy necessarily, but I can see why people might think it's preachy like if you, if you if you think about a song like it takes more. She's basically telling us that we need to do better. Yeah. Mm. So, depending on who you are, you could see that as like, well why are you telling me that sort of thing. And if that then carries over into the second album, then you can kind of make two and two sort of thing. Nah, man.
0: I've got that way more. From I'm the not saying I'll be asking, I would. Got, but, but
2: you feel that you can see that argument? Yes. Nah, to, and I would argue against that person, man, because nah, if, if that's how you feel, then clearly the music isn't for you. And that's all right as well. But I think the issue that we've had across our genres is that like we have like, you know, critics that aren't from our community being able to commentate on the music. They don't understand it. And they're able to place like harsh criticisms on albums that they don't understand.
0: But picking up on what you said, that's why I asked who said it's preachy. Yeah. Because yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. tell, it's literally what you're saying. You yeah. can't tell me what preach is and Preachy is Don't get me wrong, in the second album, she's talking a lot more
2: about. Yeah, music. you got Mr. Prime Preacher. Minister and it's songs it's like that, but, but. It's also, it's the right message. It's the same sort of vein as no, the I first mean, one, yeah. though. But I just think the musicality was a lot better than the first one. That's what I think it was personally.
1: Maybe the music mm. doesn't help the messages because the music itself, maybe not necessarily, is a nice, is a fit for the messages and the, and mm. the songwriting. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's it. Um, but for me, I think, like, generally, just as far as, like, her actual, like, the way she actually paints pictures, like, the way she tells stories is so graceful. Mm. Like, yes, some people might say, some people might argue that she preachy, but I think it's more so just looking outward at society and looking inward at what we can do to improve our standing within it. I don't mm. think that's necessarily preachy. Precisely. I just think that's just what people, some people need to hear. Yeah. Like, across generations, like, we have that one person. Yeah. I think Miss Dynamite for that generation was that person because ultimately who was doing that sort of thing back in those days? Mm. What black artist was really telling us we need to do better? Mm. Like at that level. Mm. Like, we could talk about like the conscious hip-hop in the guy UK. Guy. In the UK. We could talk about the conscious hip-hop guys. They were, they were probably doing that as well, but no one was hearing them mm. as mm. much as they were hearing Dynamite. Yeah. So yeah. I think for that, she, she was a good I suppose, role model for that and you know, spreading the message. And I think it was very necessary for anyone that needs to hear it.
2: And do you know how ill she is, bro? Like to have a single, like put him out and it takes more as singles that pop. That's a talent, man, because I consider them to be conscious records. Do you know what I mean? But to get them to a point where there's a mass appeal, that's not easy, man. Because we have that conversation all the time off the pod about why conscious rappers like can be a bit annoying to listen to because they don't necessarily have that, that music making ability that allows them to, to move beyond just like bars and telling me how like, you know, how, how black people need yeah, to unify. Need to but be- she was able to do that.
1: It goes down to her delivery and it goes down to, I think, production as well. Mm. I think production can sometimes mask that. Mm. It can make, I think like, there's a song, I think it's Move Something, Talib Kweli. It's not necessarily like uh, conscious in any way, but the beat is fire. Mm. Like we know Talib to be like a conscious rapper. Sometimes all you need is a beat. good. It's a fire beat, mm. good delivery, and some people will probably forget yeah. what the actual message is. And I think with "It Takes More," the fact that she was able to deliver it with such poise, mm. and the fact that the beat is something that you might want to dance to, mm. you got a winner there. Yeah. So yeah. you know she was very good at that. Put him out as well. Great song. Yeah. Yeah. Like. I remember listening to Dynamite on the flipping FIFA 2000. FIFA. Yeah. Bruv. yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. That was ingrained in my head. That was M- MTV bass. Yeah. That's what it takes me back That was to her that.
0: first solo song to me. Mm. That was her first, oh shit. Yeah. So Solid was a feature. Yeah. So, we were, so, solid. so right, we're working with something here. Then Miss Dynamite came out. It's like, yeah, that was a game changer. Mm. That was, is that the biggest female song we've ever had, rapping wise? Would you say she was rapping
2: on that song? No, she was singing. She was not rapping. Yeah. From a rapper. She
0: was. Rap? Yeah. Have we had a big? She's theme? like she's like have we had a
2: bigger female? It's it? difficult to 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 place her because she's like Do you know she's what from I mean? that ilk of yeah. Lauren Hill, isn't it? Where, you know what I mean? Like she sings and she and she bars. So yeah. it's kind of it's difficult to say. I don't know. She was just doing what she does, isn't it? She sings and she raps. Would
1: you say this is a UK miseducation? A little deeper.
0: Cause I was waiting for someone to, to, to compare her to Lauren. Is it, is it a miseducation? Is it? Is it the UK's miseducation? It's from that
2: ilk. It's this.
0: Yes, yeah,
2: but it's it's in it's in the it's family, family, family a, tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's family tree, tree, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we don't want the head of the family. Yeah, 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 yeah. After, yeah, yeah, after that, there's some, yeah, some branches. Yeah.
0: It's definitely a sub branch. But would
2: we do that though? Any any woman MC that was going to come out here that was speaking conscious and uplifting and that was black, would we? No, kind of right. link him to Lauren, depending on your talent.
1: My, yeah, I think, I think it's a compliment, really.
2: Yeah, yeah. no, it's definitely a compliment, it but... It. it depends on your talent. If talent. But I don't want to take away from Miss Dynamite being Miss Dynamite. Oh, no, for sure. What I mean?
1: Ultimately, like, Lauren Hill can't do what Miss Dynamite does. Yeah. Yeah. Miss mm. Dynamite can't do necessarily what Lauren does. Mm. Yeah. So I think they're definitely different. And if you think about, like, the musicality, this is more, like... For the time, a little deeper was a, lot, a little bit more modern mm. whereas I think Lauren Miss Education was a little bit more classical r and b sometimes mm. a little bit of hip-hop there in there as well I think bit, maybe Neil soul if you think that yeah um so I, yeah so I think that one is a little bit more modern whereas that is a bit more traditional yeah. mm. I'd say um but I mean like you can definitely see the you can definitely see the the, the kind of similarities as far as like the way they'll the artists themselves like kind of present themselves, they can mm. kind of do it
0: all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dynamite can clearly do it all, mm. um, man. And Miss Dynamite's dopeness is the reason why we're saying Lauren Hill's name, yeah, like her dopeness yeah. is the reason why Lauren Hill's name mm. is getting mentioned. Mm. It's not to dim her light or anything like that, mm. it's just to show how wavy she was.
1: Mm. And what I respect Miss Dynamite as well, she never sat on offense. fence, she mm. always told you how she felt, like whether it was like telling us to do better, whether she was talking about like you know, her own family life and how bad that's been. Cause let's not forget like she, her family life was pretty bad. Bruv, yeah. Father,
0: Was it father? I think one of the songs, she got a song on second album called father. Yeah. yeah. It's oh, man. crazy. And very very even Mr. Prime Minister, can you imagine back then? Cause it's not like speaking out today, not knocking anything, but speaking out back then is completely different to today. Today you've got social media back then is she was going to force to the sword of the critics mm. and who's the critics. It's not us, man, In all five, mm. These man, so to speak out against what's going on back then, it must have been mm. way more dif- different to now, if you get mm. what I mean, just mm. musically. It probably meant, it probably it definitely meant more, but then at the same time, we don't know the ramifications that came behind that, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like, you just don't know how much more difficult anything could have got. So, to mm-hmm. speak out back then, it's yeah, the respect levels on her. still mm, being yeah. very young at the time, as well. Do you know what I mean? Because like mm. even
1: once she dropped the second album, she was like 24, 24 mm. 25. So, at that point, she'd already had the career of like a vet,
2: pretty yeah. Much.
0: Like, and she didn't need that. She could have kept it easily. She could have kept the commercial. She could have kept the commercial. I think it that's died. probably
2: what Polly Door were expecting on the second one, isn't it? Yeah,
0: but, that's what I'm saying. So, yeah. like, to say, no, I'm not doing that, and I just want to speak for mm. the sake of sh- mm. Would you call
1: it a little deeper commercial, though?
0: Or do you think it just did well commercially? I think it just did well commercially. <laughs> it was perfect timing. Like, Miss Mr. Mr. Dynamite was perfect timing to me.
2: Yeah, the integrity was there, and I don't think it was a reach. the masses just kind of caught on, didn't it? I think it's yeah. more
0: that. Yeah, I don't think yeah. she went searching. I know,
2: yeah, no, not at all, not at all.
1: No, you should make it what she wanted to make. Yeah,
2: 100%. 100%. Yeah,
1: yeah. Absolutely. And the fact that she transcends generations. Mm. Like that, you know, she did the song, uh, light song with Katie B as well. Mm. And she was then introduced to a whole new audience. Mm. Then go back and be like, oh, yeah, Miss Dynamite. Like, she's mm. like, a pillar of this thing, especially. Miss
0: Dynamite had Early Wayne on her album. Mm. <laughs> early Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> on the whole song. It was just. They the whole song. Yeah, yeah. not even
2: just the hook. <laughs> what
0: was it Carter 2 Wayne? Was that Carter 2 Wayne?
2: It might have been Carter 1, Carter 2. Carter
0: 1, Carter 2, Yeah. Fireman yeah, Wayne. Yeah, yeah,
2: I wonder why we never got the third album, though. I just think. That's. that's the old, had the industry changed, had the, had the scene changed a bit too much? Was it. I don't know what it was, because I know she had been flirting with it for a few years. I'd seen like a few interviews where she was talking about it, but then it never really came. And I always wondered that, because I heard that she would, I know she did the song with Labyrinth. Um, she was, I think um, Naughty Boy was gonna be on it, but it just never really came.
0: Did the scene move too quick? That was her. Maybe she's still
1: trying to find her place within it. Yeah, Maybe it's an Andre 3000 type thing where, you know, she's just trying to figure out what her purpose is. Because mm. I thought, like, or oh, maybe it was an element of, although she's still making music, maybe the second album, Affected her in ways we... Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure, man. Affected how she sees the industry generally. Um, and she's been through things, man. She's been through things. Like, she went to... Um, did she go to jail or was she, was she convicted or...? I don't think know? she went to jail. Well, she assaulted a police officer. Okay. Oh, um, swear? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if she went to jail, but that happened. So then but we you think that, that would have
2: contributed to the art in any way?
1: I mean, I think it would have, like, maybe made her step back and, like, Focus on her life more Mm. than music. Yeah, yeah. Could have been anything. Could have been. Yeah, could have been anything. I think she's. But I also think she's also very content where she's
2: at. Yeah, because she's a legend. She's she's going down as a legend, the trailblazer. Who wouldn't be content with that, bro? Like most women MCs that come out now are taking something from the blueprint that she laid down.
1: Who do you see that in most these days?
0: Today.
2: I think Sims I is from it's that it's family it's tree. The integrity. Yeah, she's from that 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 tree. Um, I don't listen to many. Um, Sims probably being the biggest one. But I think I think you would hear um, Lady Leisha spoken about her in high esteem, and that, um, think that I can see No taking from her as well.
1: Probably some of that older generation. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'd say so. I'd say so.
1: Yeah, I probably agree with you. Like, people who, like, value the artistry and everything that comes with it Mm. more so than anything else. Mm, mm. Yeah, I'd say so as well.
0: Mm -hmm. Um, I'll say Sims. Sims is the first person that popped into my head just because the way she the what she raps about and what Mm. she keeps herself to. Um, Sims is the only one I can really think of. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah, that's the only one I can really, really think of. Mm.
1: Yeah, man, I'd say so. It's a man. She's a, she's a trailblazer.
2: I'm surprised she never really done um, a proper album with Akala because they had a mixtape together which was called um, A Little Darker. Um, but yeah, they never really did like a proper album together. That surprised me.
1: I guess when he was coming up, she was doing her break. Yeah. And now he's, you know, he's still making music but obviously he's on his um mm. his scholar activist vibe as well. Mm-hmm. So I guess the, the stars never really aligned maybe.
2: Does she have um, longevity against her? What do you mean? Like, if we were going to critique her... Because, you know, from our legends, man, we, we I think longevity is a big thing. A catalogue is a big thing. That might be something that Dynamite doesn't have. Yeah, but... Is that, is that a chink in her armour? I
0: don't think it is because of the time. If you're the first one ever,
2: mm.
0: and you don't have a long run, but someone comes after you and has a long run, mm. is that not because of the work you put in? Mm. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I can't hold... I can't hold what someone done... When they're the first. Do you know, I used yeah. to be the first person first to be the first female black rapper to have an album that mm. and go where it went? Mm. a Mercury, do all of that. I can't hold it against her, man. Mm. Plus, just off the first album alone.
1: Plus, with the first album alone and with the singles that prior to that, like Boo and Envy and that, that's a lot. <laughs> no, that's That's a lot of credit in the bank. Mm. So, when it comes to longevity, I don't think that necessarily works against her because. I suppose for some of us who grew up during that time, we kind of remember her for being in that era and being such a big part of that era, mm. and that's always going to stay with us because that's how that's where we grew up and that's how we that's how we see her. Mm. Um, I mean, if we're going to do the Lauren Cahill comparison thing as well, mm. she doesn't really have that much longevity either. Yeah,
0: S- but we still remember her. As th- like work, like, the work you it's yeah, yeah, the yeah. work you've
1: given us. Yeah, yeah, The work you've given us. precisely, and it's, mm. it, it hit so many people and it done so much that. Sometimes you'll
2: need one. I guess it's no different to some of her male co- counterparts as well, because So Solid don't have longevity either, as far as catalog. But Soul Solid. But you know, th- and to me, they're neck and neck. You can, you know what I mean, you could argue that they're neck and neck. So same sort of argument, I suppose.
1: Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. And I think obviously impacts
2: can be so much to where longevity doesn't necessarily yeah, matter
0: because yeah, it's, yeah. You know what I mean, say like a Hus today drops album after album. Mm. It's only easier for you because of the work X Y Z put in. Mm. You get I an mean? album out soon, yeah, <laughs> I But I can't wait. But that's another conversation. But do you get what I mean. Yeah. You're only now flourishing because of the work they put in. Mm. So it's always going to go back to the Miss Dynamite. the so solid. On yeah, respect.
1: And as much as we don't want to do the little brother thing in the UK, it, it, it does work a little different. Like mm. Sometimes when it comes to like artists, some of them don't even have a two albums. span, they're like flipping three or four. Yeah, and I, said, and I think back then as well when those particular artists of that particular, ilk, like Soul Soul and Miss Dynamite were just coming through. And when it became clear that they were marketable, the industry took what they wanted. Mm. And they didn't really care after. Mm. I think it says a lot about the, the, the dynamics of the industry in this country. Obviously it mm. can be the same of in, in the US, but I think the US is a little bit more sophisticated mm. in comparison, especially when it comes to like quote unquote, black or urban
2: music mm. sort of thing. I hate the word urban. I, can't
0: I don't like word. it either. I hate that word. Say black. Because you know you mean it. But black yeah, it's like you said, it's, yeah. So yeah, I don't so, think longevity is against her. It, so, it can't be, man. So if
2: you man were gonna, um, you were readying Miss Dynamite's comeback album, right? Who, what producer would you place her with?
1: Conductor.
2: Uh, conductor Williams. No, 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 no. <laughs> madlib
1: british no 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 british conductor oh <laughs> <laughs> shout out to conductor with an a he's a gar- uh, he's a new school mm. um so i i i lace some conductor with her and then everything else inflow mm. inflow in will give us some nice some nice stuff um mm. we'll just do it if i'm just doing uk Ooh. I'll leave it at that for now. Yeah, I think
2: I've got Inflow and bring back Salam Remy, man. Bring them back together.
1: Oh, you want them to do more together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it I, worked. He with nicer, man. It worked. Hmm.
2: Yeah, those two would do the album together Salam and, and, and Inflow.
1: I need to think
0: on it. You've got me stumped. Mm. Mm. You've
1: got me stumped. I mean, Salam and Inflow, that might be a classic, to be fair.
2: That's all you need, man. Can you
1: imagine those? Make the call, innit? He made the call.
2: Yeah. To who? <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> 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 who am I calling? Hey, man. Oh,
0: can you I don't know. I need to think on it, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I feel you. Spin the block. Who are you
1: featuring on that album? Who do you think she would work with well today? I really. Mean,
2: That's a good question.
1: I think her Banks Miss Banks would make some good music. Today. For real? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. you reckon? Yeah. Miss Banks can get. Can, go can, yeah, 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 yeah. Can I agree. Well. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: She can spit. Sims obviously,
1: naturally. I mean, Akala for the culture. For oh the culture. yeah, for sure, for sure. Need, we need to talk about them as a family a bit more, mm. as far as like amazing British musical families,
2: mm. and just like incredible contributes to the community, man. Because what Akala does for the community, like as far as no, like, they stand the up. books, and, you know what I mean, like it's just yeah, um, yeah. Akala, Sims, Banks. I think Flo Hyer will work quite nicely with her.
1: It's a shout. It's a shout.
2: I won't have too many features. Not, not I think Clio's soul would work quite nicely with her as well. But because I'd want Miss Banks singing on a lot of it, I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't need too many features. So yeah, I think that- Jaffe,
1: um, would her Miss Banks work? You'd have Miss Banks singing?
2: No, I'd have Dynamite singing. Oh, okay. I yeah. you said Miss Banks singing. No. Sorry, did I say Banks? Yeah. Oh, oh, I, I, meant know, miss Bank I meant Dynamite, I meant Dynamite. Cause I'd have her singing most, on most of the albums. So, yeah.
1: I'd want to hear them go back and forth to be fair. But mm-hmm. I get you. I do get you. Um, yeah. George Smith. I think George Smith would work well
0: with Islam. I believe George Smith makes music. So, so what? Never mind. You, you don't, don't believe, you believe she know. makes music? Yeah. What do you mean by that, sir? I've never heard a George Smith song. I think I've heard <laughs> what about like, Blue Lights? I think I've heard like two George Smith songs. You know that mythical figures you hear about sometimes? <laughs> it's her and her music career. George <laughs> music career is something you hear about, but you never see. But then you see her. Does you that
1: make sense
0: or you've not? You've definitely heard more than two. Well, I don't think I, I, don't think I have. have. Well. I'm you, it's like a... Mis- you definitely right. He's like a mythical figure. He's not a mythical figure. He's on road. Do you enjoy her music? No,
1: we get sidetracked. Sorry, man. I mean, I think parts of it are good. I like Blue Lights. I think her first album was wasn't good. It was dull. Um, the last project she did was was quite good. Take your word for it. Listen, listen to her. fifth? <laughs> yes. But yeah. Anyway, I think <laughs> she'll. I think she'll work well with. Um, with Miss Dynamite as well. So, yeah, I, just, I feel like, yeah, because so many of them like look up to her, I imagine. Mm. I feel like she would fit in. And again, Miss Dynamite is a chameleon. Like, mm. She can do all of it. Like If she wants to get on her, her garage flow, she'll do it. If she wants to start singing her heart out, she'll do it. So yeah. I feel like she works well with pretty much anybody, really. Um, yeah, man. And she's from Northwest as well. Mm. So I guess that's a win
0: for you, like, um, in a sense? Not, I'll take it, but not really.
2: Where?
0: I only came Tottenham. I mean, you can claim North, though. Yeah. But, like, North makes the debate easier for you guys. We're not from North. No, but as in, if I broaden it to North. You're still losing. Too easy. for That's my point. We're losing if I broaden it to North. I mean, But if I keep it to Pulse Code, we win. But Dynamite strengthens North. Yeah, but my point is, but, like, you could go to East, South, and then you've got a pool to pick from. But if I say, just give me one Pulse Code, N17 and I can read off eight rappers. <laughs> you see the way it does
2: not become, it becomes a little bit more, <laughs> you get know what I mean or not? Leave me alone, man. Don't touch I me, think, bro. I apologize. Leave me alone, bro.
1: <laughs> 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 to Keep these mentions of who's the best MCs from which area. You started <laughs> it, man. I know I <laughs> it, but I'm saying it from now. Let's keep it doing this, bro. Cause then Jakes will start going mad. He'll start huffing and puffing. We don't want that,
0: Cause there's one rapper from Plastop. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, man. <laughs> Anything else to say on Miss
2: Dynamite? Nah, man. Just, Gold just, status. yeah, man. Just big up. We appreciate you. Thank you. Giving you flowers?
0: And yeah, the scene man. Would be
2: That's like asking where would the scene be about so solid. We actually wouldn't know. I, know, I can't we answer Don't know
0: because it could have delayed everything by. So if there was no Miss Dynamite, for real, you don't know how much that could have delayed female hip hop, for, for real, female, for music in general. You don't. I could have delayed it by eight years.
1: So that's what I was getting at.
0: It's mm. a scary thought. I mean, the
1: scene is not the same without her. If she doesn't yeah. Yeah. pop in the way that she she pops, just as far as like, not just in terms of like for the for the women, like just generally, it's the like, perfect scene, setup of mm-hmm. British music. Yeah, like, she, along with Soul Solid, not just the garage thing, but as far as like, her fusion of all the other genres, like, you change the fabric of what British music can sound like. Mm. It doesn't have to sound American. It doesn't have to sound like anything that we're copying. It could just sound. So fresh and exi- it can be such an authentic twist on all of the other genres that came before us sort of thing. And that's the great thing about like mm. music generally, having your own spin on it. And I think for, without that, like maybe other artists aren't as daring mm. that come after her as well. So yeah, yeah, man. Facts. Salute to Miss Dynamite, Salute to one of the GOATs. You are loved. You are cherished. We appreciate you. And that's that on that. All right. Short and sweet episode.
2: Yeah, man. Okay, cool.
1: Well, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching once again. Um, boys, any shout-outs you want to make? Before, and let me actually finish. Any shout-outs you want to make before we take the people out?
2: Nah, man. Just big up the most high.
1: All
0: the time.
2: Mm. Yeah, man. New year, man. We're switching it up now. Okay. Switching it up. Yeah,
0: it's man. Allahu Akbar. Come on, <laughs> oh, raise that now. Raise that now. <laughs> Stop. Um, shout no, Hey, he shouted at the most high, so we actually no mm. shout out to <laughs> oh Arsenal's new signing yes the Ukrainian the Ukrainian Messi Wait, sorry do you think? oh god <laughs> <laughs> see this is see. it's a joke it's a joke it's a joke relax <laughs> don't joke man it's a joke don't
2: joke it's a joke don't joke, it's a joke. Don't joke. he's a
0: Ukrainian Neymar but it's a joke have Stare, you even man. seen him play never in my life <laughs> Wow. alright
1: cool well I'm gonna shout out Fabrizio Romano Go hanger I'm gonna shout out David Ornstein cause why not Shout out Michael Jordan as well, because why not? Shout out Tim Duncan. Tony Parker. There we go. Manager Nobley. Kyrie. Kawhi Steph
2: Curry. AI.
0: Klay Thompson. Kawhi. Raymond Draymond Green. Kawhi. Kevin Durant. <laughs> Are you trying to mention people that LeBron lost to? Yeah. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Dirt Nowitzki? Dirt Novisky. Jason Terry. Jason Terry. Jason Kidd? Jason Kidd. Tyson Chandler. Keep him coming. Zasap Fachulich. Who? Zasap <laughs> You want me to continue going or we'll stop now? Well, Bruce Bowen. <laughs> Did he lose to Bruce Bowen? I think Bruce Bowen might have been part of that Spurs team. Might have been. For context, listeners, we have this
1: very ongoing civil split between between myself and Mohamed about who was the greatest NBA player ever. Michael Jordan LeBron. I'm team Jordan. He's team LeBron.
0: Basically, it's LeBron versus a degenerate gambler. <laughs> and that is the end of the podcast.
2: So <laughs> that is a perfect way to end it. That's a good way to end it.
0: No. It that wasn't. is a perfect way to end and it, And scene. That's a perfect way to end it. I didn't say bye to everybody, first of all. Oh, sorry. I thought degenerate gambler and a fate of black. It's amazing. <laughs> degenerate.
1: Listen, <laughs> man, a degenerate gambler with no bum fluff on his head. I'll say that much. You're right. He'll actually pull from bum him. fluff.
2: What's Bum fluff. Yemi, hey. man. man. <laughs>
1: That's what happened. That's what Rain Rooney did. That's what LeBron did, too. Hey. That's what I'm saying, man. But yes, shout out to the most high as well. And shout out to all of the listeners and all of the viewers as well. Um, yes, we're hoping that this is a big year for Rhymes Like Dimes. Um, we're going to be regular. We're going to be coming to you bigger and better. Mm. And listen, man, we hope that you are here for the ride. It's going to be a great one. So until next time, follow us on all socials at Rhymes Dimes Pod, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Follow us on YouTube as well. Type in Rhymes Like Dimes Podcast. We are there. And yeah, we'll see you soon. Take Salute. Care. Stay safe. Peace.